Hello, dear friends. Here we are at Cardiac Radio, nourishing our souls with one more immortal messages. Immortal messages, as you may know, is the program based on the book Psychophonic Instructions. And this book, Psychophonic Instructions, bring to us a beautiful, wonderful message, one that we can carry to immortality, right? And as you join us here today, we are going to invite you to this beautiful journey with the spirit mentor of the group by Chico Xavier, Mimi. You know who she is? She was born in the state of Minas Gerais in Brazil in the 20th century. She discarnated very young, yes, and uh, in her 20s. And she was married to Arnaldo Rocha. Later, she comes through Chico Xavier. And through Chico Xavier, she brings messages that educate the adult spirit and the children. Yes, the beauty of Meimei's work is that she's an educator in the beyond. When you read books like Between Heaven and Earth, and others, you're going to see her as Blandina, Blandina in the books by Andrea Lewis, as this educator of the beyond. She cares so much for the children, and she is attentive to empowering educators, to empowering parents to do fulfill their mission. Because you know, being a parent and an educator is the mission of all missions. Though Many people don't give much, that much of uh, importance, but Maymay does. I see wonderful friends joining us. I can see here, and I want to say hi. Thank you so much for joining us. And we're going to study today, especially the message that is titled Today. Yes, today. Yesterday, we were studying a poem by Luis Pistarini. We talked about the importance of this hour, the very hour, the last hour, talking about as he cried in vain, he says, for time wasted. He wrote that message after the message that we are going to read to you today. We reversed the order because the spirit mentors at Kardec Radio wants to emphasize the importance of the present moment. Before we read it, can we together meditate on how much of attention do we put in the present moment? Usually, we're not very mindful. That's a beautiful expression that was created in the modern times. Neuroscientists studied about mindfulness. There were neuroscientists that collaborated with a group of very skillful Buddhist monks related to the Dalai Lama, and they discovered the power of our being the present, so powerful 
that it changes our physiology. It changes our neurobiology. So the question to us is, where are we in our, in our awareness of the importance of the present? Think about it. I'll give you a scale. Let's say scale zero to 10, zero being like, I pay no attention to the present moment. I'm always like somewhere else and present past somewhere else. Or in my everyday life, I am 10, like 100% in the present, which is hard to believe we can be there. But what about us here? Where do you think you are? From zero to 10, what's the number that comes to your mind? Mark it down. Because now we are going to focus more on the present because Mimi is going to remind us of the importance of the present. As a psychologist, I share with you the majority of people, all the studies show, they are either living the past or anxious about the future. No wonder our society is, current, is currently fluctuating between being the past, somebody who is always like, they go by a store like, oh, I remember that from my childhood. They are driving their car somewhere. Oh, this reminds me of something that happened 10 years ago. They go to a restaurant and they open the menu. Oh, I want to eat something that I used to eat when I was 17. So people who are often in the past versus People who are constantly thinking, I can't wait for the day the coronavirus ends. <laughs> and you're going to say, come on, Vanessa, who is not dreaming of that day? I agree with you. That's fair. We're all dreaming about that, right? But that is not going to happen until we focus on the present. We need to enjoy this present to learn its lesson to get to the future. How many people are now planning their vacation? But is there a problem on planning? No, as long as we're not leaving by the planned dates. There are people who are like this. They're here today and they're planning the next entertainment and then the next trip and the next event and the next thing. And they go by their lives, always focusing on the future and the present is just a bypass. Is your present a bypass? Because if it is, we're gonna miss the boat of life. You wanna know more? So let's join here because we're going to study with me, me the power of today. This was a message on January 6, 1955, 65 years ago, at the end of a mediumistic meeting with particular simplicity, May May comes through Chico Xavier and generously says these words. My brothers and sisters, may Jesus bless us. New year, work resumed. Of course, they were beginning a new year, but what's the difference for us here? It's the blessing of God that is reborn in the blessing of the hours. 
Therefore, let us value the time that is called today. Today is the sun, the life, the possibility, and the hope. Yesterday is the day that is gone. Tomorrow is the day to come. However, today is the time that is with us. It is our opportunity to rise our thinking to the highest levels, to win the happiness of well-fulfilled obligations, to proclaim the goodwill towards all, and to extend our hands to our fellow human beings. Today's the time to renew our hearts, sweeping out the rust from idleness, expelling the vinegar of disenchantment, extinguishing the mode of sadness and pulverizing the wreck of discouragement. Today's the day to smile at the difficulty and help with joy. Stand up, fight, and live. For today's the moment when the Lord sends us to the earth, the luminous ladder of work so we may climb the steps to meet him in the midst of heaven. Friends, let us rewind it. She's saying, today is the time that is with us. So if I keep focused on future events, we need to plan, but focused on the day. Not like many people who are like, I'm just going to wait for 10 days, because in 10 days, I'm going to graduate. 10 days, I'm going to get married. 10 days, I'm going to get that gift. And then what about today? Isn't there any special thing today? But Vanessa, in 10 days, and then 10 days may never come because what if death comes before? And what if that event never happens? And then we're living for a day that may never come. But what if we plan but focusing on today? I remember Divaldo Franco. He has a very tight schedule. And when he was coming to the US, often he would come and spend, do events here, and he would spend a few days with us in our house. And one time I asked him, Divaldo, how do you do it? How do you do like one day after the next in different places? And he was already 70, 80, now he's 93. But he, he was always like in a very tight schedule. Today he would be in Maryland, Virginia, and then tomorrow in Boston, and then the other day in Chicago, and then the other day in New York, then the other day in New Jersey, and then Connecticut, and then, and then traveling to Brazil, and then going to Europe, and then back in Brazil, and then West Coast in the United States. And whoa, mama mia. But how do you do it? Not physically, we're talking about mentally. Because physically, it's kind of easy in a way. I'm not talking about easy peasy, lemon squeezy, no. But saying you can go. But what about the emotional part of it? How do you not get yourself caught up in the anxieties of fulfilling that schedule? And he said, I have learned 
He said, I used to be like that, but I have learned to do the following. If I wake up today, I look at my schedule and I focused on that day. And I focus, I put my full self there. But the day, the moment I finish my schedule on that day, I close myself up and I start thinking about preparing for the next day. The next day I'm fully there. And then when I finish, he said, I don't waste time looking back to see what I've done. And that's where we fall short. Because for example, let's say you spend years working on something and their graduation comes and we spend that nostalgia, that melancholy, like, oh, so many years doing that. Oh, it's done. What about now? And we spend days looking back. Like you get married. Usually you get married. And when you have time to do the party, people spend sometimes a year, two years with the photo book of their marriage on their coffee table. Whomever visits them, they open and say, oh, look at my wedding, look at my wedding. So you're not living the present. It's as if the wedding becomes the milestone for the soul. I mean, it's as sacred as it is, but then we're always in the, the past. We bless that day, but now we're in the marriage. Wedding and getting to the marriage. And for many of us, we're more concerned about the pictures we've taken and looking back and focusing on the present. So is it not worthwhile taking pictures? Yes, it is. As long as we're not constantly referring to it as if it's our life. I know, for example, in Facebook, they have these memories, right? Sometimes they bring back things from the past. Okay, you look back at it sometimes. It's great to reshare. But then there are things that really we bless and continue because we're moving forward. And Divaldo Franco said, the secret is, I don't keep myself in the 10,000 days ahead. And I also don't waste time looking back. I move and close and go, move, close and go. And many people don't do great deeds in life because they look at a big event and they think, oh, I'm done for life. Like one day a friend of mine said, uh, I've always dreamt of uh, completing my PhD. Now that I've graduated and got it, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I said, are you kidding me? Why did you get your PhD? That's not the, the goal for a life. I mean, you get your PhD, it's a tool. A PhD is a tool. It's like any certificate. It's like a tool for you to work on something. I said, no, but that's not how I felt. I just felt like getting the degree was everything. I was like, oh my gosh. As a spiritist, you know, you need to revisit that. Because that degree 
doesn't speak much to us in our immortality as a degree, but what we do with it is going to really make a difference. So I saw somebody who was stagnated in life and was receiving invitations to more stuff and they didn't do because they thought that the goal of their lives was already achieved. A big mistake. So today, May is teaching us. She's not only warning, and that's the beauty of her educational skills. She's saying, yes, today is the time that is with us. It's the opportunity to, to raise our thinking to the highest levels. Okay, so now she's leading us to what it is, to raise our thinking to the highest levels. So you wake up, it's not about going to work, fulfilling it, cleaning the house, taking care of the children. No, exercising, preparing a meal. Mm -mm. It's about the highest levels of what? to win happiness of well-fulfilled obligations. So it's not about fulfilling obligations, but how we fulfill obligations. You're gonna fix a meal for yourself or for others. There are people who say, I can't cook for myself, it's no fun. Where is the love for yourself? For the physical body, you're not cooking for you. You're cooking for the cells of your body. What do you need, cell? Hmm? Oh, you don't want sugar. Oh, man. But it makes me feel good. And they say, but that's so deceiving. Because later on, we're not going to like it. And I say, oh, no. So really, it's about fulfilling the obligation of self-care, care for the others in whatever we're doing. It's how we fulfill. Then she says more, to proclaim the goodwill towards all. Goodwill towards everyone. Somebody calls and says, can you please help me with this? And you say, I'm sorry, I can't. You can say later, tomorrow, or give me 15 minutes, but say no, 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 no. I've seen people who are like this. You ask them for a favor and they don't care. They just say, no, I'm not going to do it. Oh, but I'm asking, but I'm not going to do it. But I need your help. But you're... And I've seen children asking parents, for their help and the parents bluntly saying, no, I'm not gonna do it, but I need your help. I don't know, find somebody else to help you out. Whoa, mama mia, mama mia, whoa. So proclaim the goodwill today. So we wake up and we see a flag. Goodwill, goodwill, welcome to goodwill. Yes, the goodwill of the heart towards everyone and extend our hands to our fellow human beings. And she, now, now, now is when the educator May May comes and says to us, number one, today is time to renew our hearts. Okay, number one, renew the hearts, meaning the feelings. 
You know, you wake up feeling, oh, that person did this to me. Forget all evil. Forget all evil. Now I'll mention to you, I have the book here and I'll mention to you just in case, just in case. If you haven't heard about this, there is a question in the book, O Consolador, The Consoler, by Emmanuel, in which he asks, and I am just bringing it about to you. Uh, <clears throat> one second, because I'm just opening. I, I want to read it to you because this is like unprecedented. I've never read it anywhere else. It's question a hundred and, hold on. Okay. And yeah, I forgot the number of the question and I apologize for not referring to the number, but the question here is, spiritists, Ask the menu through Chico Xavier. What is the ideal state of mind to be accomplished in our earthly realm? And the answer is unbelievable. When I first read it, I was mesmerized by the answer. Never expected it. Because the answer is, to forget all evil. And what do we do? We're like children. We see evil, it's like a shadow. We're like, ah. or we pay too much attention. But what is the shadow? It's nothing. Evil is nothing. This night, Mentor Joseph was telling me, Vanessa, the mistakes of people really don't matter. Don't focus on that. Focus on the good. Focus on the accomplishment. Come on. Don't focus on the shortcomings. Yours or others. And I said, yes, you're right. Because that's short-lasting. Only good. Goodness is everlasting. Forget all evil. And she says, renew the heart. You wake up feeling heavy in the heart. Today, Mimi is saying, renew the heart. It doesn't matter if it's midnight, 1 a.m., 10 a.m., 3 p.m., at any time, at any given time during the day today, we're being called renew yourself. Because the physical body, that's what they're doing. Renewing, the cells are renewing multiplying, beginning anew, that's how it is. And she says more. Two, sweeping out the rust of idleness. Ooh, the weekend is coming and we're like dreaming of sleeping more. I confess, when we're sleep deprived because of mom's duties or too much work, we're like, oh, dreaming of extra hours. But then, we have slept so much in so many lives. We've been there, done that. In this life, we better sleep less. So not sleeping less. It's about sleeping wisely. It's not about numbers of hours. It's about quality. Sweeping out idleness. 
Let's get to being useful. Yes, you and I are being invited by the Educator Meimei to practice being useful as much as we can and shooing away idleness. When he says, oh, I'm tired. Oh, okay. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe out. It's when you look at the laundry and you say, tomorrow. And then we think, why tomorrow? What if tomorrow I wake up with a headache? It's going to be hard. Today, I am feeling complete to do the laundry. <laughs> yes. Or to send that email that I'm postponing. Because tomorrow, maybe, I'm not feeling fully capacitated to do it. But now I am. So let's get to work. Right? Yes. And then she says more. To win the happiness. Oh, no, sorry. Expelling the vinegar of disenchantment. Why is she saying this? Do you feel disenchanted? And it's very sour, to say the least, right? We do. It's when you grow older in adulthood and you start realizing that many dreams didn't come true. And we accumulate that vinegar of disenchantment. She's saying, expel it. How do we expel it? Doing the good. I wish, I wish, no, we just wish what God wishes for us. So that's an affirmation for us in the next 24 hours. My wish is aligned with God's wishes. My wishes are aligned with God's wishes. My wishes are aligned with God's wishes. Right, friends? See beautiful friends here who are joining us. Let us all make this current of affirmation. Our wishes are aligned with God's wishes. Shooing away, expelling the sourness of disenchantment. Because then I change. My dreams are in alignment with God's dreams. So I don't dream of anything that God doesn't dream on. And what does God dream on? The good, the good, the good, the good, the good. So whatever it is, seek the good. Seeking the good, we will show away. She says one more, two more. Extinguishing the mode of sadness. Sadness creates this mode. Sadness may come, we look at it, but don't let it sit, huh? Look at the movie inside out. Today at the Spirit Side of Virginia, our educators, Daisy and Carol, were leading a beautiful online lesson on the power of the body language. You can watch it too because it serves to everybody. And the homework was for families to watch 
the movie Inside Out, one of the, the hard work exercises. But you and I can watch it again. In that movie, we're going to learn about sadness. And we're going to learn that balance. Let sadness plays, plays, play its role. But don't let sadness take control. Beautiful. We're not going to allow sadness to take the lead of our lives like many people do. There are people who say, I'm sad. Why are you sad? Life is beautiful. I don't know. So we need treatment urgently. We can't be like this. We need to fix it up. So she says, extinguish. So bring the extinguisher. Right? Fire extinguisher. Sadness extinguisher now. How are we going to do it? By seeking the good. You see, the remedy is always the same. Seeking the good. And pulverizing the wreck of discouragement. Discouragement is like something that doesn't have much use. Like junk. You have no courage. And courage is about core, heart. It's when you're not putting your heart into life. Being disheartened. And we need to finish with it. How? With the chemical mixture of seeking the good. So, as she says, today's the day to smile at the difficulty and help with joy. S smile at difficulties and help. Oh, but yesterday somebody did this to me. Tomorrow, I'm not sure what's going to happen, she says. Smile at your difficulties and help with joy. Because it's not only about you. In this pandemic, many people are still ego-centered. Not learning the lesson. We need to spend our days seeking for opportunities to do the good. Don't wait for people to knock at your door and say, oh, can you help me? No, you will find. We need to find the need for help. And say, how can I help you? I, I brought you something. You're like, how do you know? I don't, I don't know. I just saw you. I was praying and I just saw you. Or I found you. Because we are there. Connected to doing the good. And she finalizes, stand up. We're talking about emotional body language and she says, stand up today. Fight and leave. Stand up, fight and leave. For today is the moment when the Lord sends to the earth the luminous ladder of work so we may climb the steps to meet him in the midst of heaven. Stand up. Meaning, make your effort work and labor and live. Let us put our heart into it. She is reminding us 
of this beautiful lesson of Luis Pistarini about the last hour when he said, in vain I cried for the time wasted. We can do it. We need to refocus. The past, we bless it, we say. No regrets in the sense of like, I bless it. But today I'm different. I'm moving forward. And in the future, it's going to depend totally on the day-to-day. -day. So how do you want to sculpt your day? Mei Mei is teaching us to be beautiful sculptors of our present day. Friends, in that line of thought, we want to invite you now as I see all of us here together to do this prayer, because in prayer, you and I are going to build in the present moment, sowing moments of the good for others as well. And that is gonna be our construction, our collective construction. Let us visualize ourselves right now, visualize, together in a beautiful garden where Mei Mei as the educator is there with us. Let us feel her presence. Let us feel her blessings as she is leading us to the steps of being ever more present, ever more mindful. Shall we? All right, I'll put some music for us. Right, friends, I can see you here. Beautiful friends, I will say your name soon, but now the prayer. I'm bringing the music to make it ever more special. Right, okay, coming up, three, two, one. Let us visualize ourselves in a beautiful garden together, forming a circle, a current of light, enveloped by the light of the Spirit Mei Mei. Dear Mother, Father God, we thank you for bringing the educational lesson by the educator Mimi. May her remarks, her teachings resonate in our souls. Adjusting ourselves to standing up working, laboring with you, and cherishing the life you have created and still sustain. We pray for our homes right now, hoping that these vibrations envelop all of us in health, protection, and much energy to do the good. 
we want to visualize. Our neighbors enveloped by your loving light. Our communities. We want to visualize all of our cities, states, countries. Our planet Earth enveloped by this healing love of yours and bringing healing baskets to those who are in greater need than ourselves, especially the hospitals, the nursing homes, prisons, shelters. And we pray for all the leaders of the world so they can fulfill their task, their mission, courageously and with integrity. And for us, we pray that we multiply, responsibly multiply these teachings that you offer to us with so much mercy and kindness. Feeling this melody. We breathe in and out the healing air in gratitude. May the discarnates we're lost in wondering, feel these vibrations and observe helping hands of spirit doctors, nurses and therapists ready to rescue them. Thank you, God. Thank you, dear Mei Mei. Thank you, loving spirit protectors of each and every one of us. And so be it. It feels so good, friends. What would we do if we didn't have these teachings? It feels so good, so good. And I'm here just to, to see you and to say that if you have a question, don't refrain. Don't refrain. To ask us. So we want to thank you, Carol, Daisy, Matthew Mills, Narciso, Paula, Tony, Nora Brasil, Sou Souza, Sunshine, Teresa Castro, Aidan Casares, Dona Penison. Thank you, friends. Thank you for creating this current of love together. Hopefully, we'll be back here for more immortal messages at Cardiac Radio, where we are always nourishing our souls. Thank you, friends. Until tomorrow, God willing.